Hello, this is Lee Meyer of PeakTestosterone.com. I've got a podcast that insists on fast-paced, relevant, practical information. My goal is not to waste your time. And today we're going to be talking about an important topic, and that is, at what level are you actually hypogonadal? That means clinically low testosterone, where a doctor will actually treat you. What I've seen here in the U.S., and we use nanograms per deciliter, of total testosterone, almost always to diagnose that. What I've seen is that usually doctors will go by the lab range. So if you look at the lab range, generally the bottom will be somewhere in the 280, could be down to 260 nanograms per deciliter. If your total testosterone falls below that, the doctor says, hey, you're treatable, you're hypogonadal. Now in real life, that is absolutely ridiculous and it simply doesn't work and I'm going to quickly discuss a few reasons for that. One of the reasons is that that level is just simply too low. A man, even in his 300s, has the the, uh, testosterone of a 70, 80-year-old man, and a lot of research shows that. That is the average testosterone of a very, very senior man. Clearly, that should not be our standard for being hypogonadal. Another practical reason is I run the peak testosterone forum, and I see men all the time in the 300s that have classic low testosterone symptoms. And when they are treated, most of the symptoms go away. So clearly low testosterone was a huge issue for them. I'm one of those men, and my testosterone consistently was in the low 300s. And when I got treatment, it was a real lifesaver. I tell my story on the forum and on the site, and you can read more about it there if you're interested. Let me also give you some research-backed reasons for that. And um, one of the ones that's most interesting is you'll find out that a free testosterone in the research of about 10 nanograms per deciliter is uh, associated with depression in men. Low testosterone is hard on the male brain for a number of reasons. And that 10 nanograms per deciliter usually will correspond with a total testosterone actually quite high around 500 nanograms per deciliter. Now, it's a bit more complicated than that, and I'll discuss that on a later podcast, but but usually that's true. Um, Most men will be in the 450 to 550 range when uh, it starts impacting their brain. Another reason in the research um, to show, that shows, excuse me, that way above um, 280 nanograms per deciliter, um, you start getting into problems is some research on prediabetes. They basically took the men with the lowest quartile and compared them with the men with the highest quartile of total testosterone. What they found is that the men in the lowest quartile had two times the risk of prediabetes as the men in the upper quartile. The reason for that is that as testosterone levels begin to fall, your insulin levels rise and your insulin resistance rises. So it only makes sense that the men in the lowest quartile are going to struggle. Now, what was the upper limit on the lowest quartile? 450 nanograms per deciliter. What that means is that men probably in the low 400s quite often going to begin struggling with prediabetes, and that's going to impact them on on many, many fronts. So um, another reason that I I think is uh, that doctors should take more into account is the fact that symptoms don't just magically roll in at some level. So you have some men 
that in the upper 300s are going to be struggling and feel really lousy. You're going to have some men in the low 300s, like myself, that are going to be struggling. Some men do great in the 300s. Um, some men in the low uh, 200 or upper 200s will be struggling. So that level can vary considerably from individual to individual. So to make the assumption that um, everybody is going to uh, instantly be hypogonadal and need treatment at some arbitrary number, it just doesn't make sense with real life and the real world scenarios. Um, and that's that's because of the individual variability. And this points to a really critical thing that you should watch when you're discussing all of this with your doctor is, does he listen to your symptoms? Symptoms are just as important as the number itself. I um, hope, hope that helps you out with uh, deciding if you're hypogonadal or not and so that you can have a good discussion with your doctor. Please feel free if you have uh, other questions to join us on the peaktestosterone.forum. You'll see it on the top page of the top of every page on my website. You can also find additional information on my book, Natural vs. Testosterone Therapy. It's on Amazon. I hope you'll purchase it and give me a review. Thanks a lot and see you at the next podcast.